Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season two. It's episode 54. Cubs nail down the Nats. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on the socials. Fly the W670 on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook as well or email us. Fly the W670 at gmail.com. Crowley, happy Thursday and uh, happy uh, Cardinals weekend. Yeah, it's a big weekend. The Pat Hughes Hall of Fame induction, Cardinals. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun time at the old ballpark this weekend. Absolutely. And the Cubs got the series against the Nationals. Didn't sweep like I had hoped and predicted, but did take two out of three, as you predicted. Let's uh, get it going with the uh, Cubs recap against the Nationals. Game number one, Drew Smiley on the bump for the opener. Yeah, Drew Smiley versus Mackenzie Gore. The Cubs lost this one 7-5, and Cubs Nation, uh, they just were feeling pretty down after that Boston series, and then you lose to the Nets. And, you know, Drew Smiley's struggles continue. He at least was able to give manager David Ross some length, right? He went six innings, but he gave up five runs on eight hits with seven Ks. Former Cub Heimer Candelario hit a two-run homer in the first, and the Cubs are down 2 nothing before they even have a chance to hit, you know? <laughs> That was a terrible way to start. Not to mention Crowley, not to mention you've got two strikes on the leadoff hitter who you then plunk. Okay. Not on purpose. I'm guessing, but then, then, then you get the guy in a rundown and you can't execute the rundown. You had him pegged, you had him pegged and they couldn't execute it. So there shouldn't have been a guy on in the first place. And then that home run is basket aided. Yeah. The Cubs have had plenty of those benefit them, but you know, those baskets, boy, oh boy. It, and, 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 and that was Trey Mancini who, who just really didn't do the execute the rundown really well. So no, he doesn't have his legs underneath him. Still, his legs are still an issue. Really nice guy wanted him here, felt it made all the sense in the world, but for whatever reason, he has not been able to get his legs underneath him. No. And during the broadcast, they talked about how smiley wanted to be more aggressive, but with the free swing and nationals team, I don't know if that's the best approach. And then Ross went with uh, Daniel Palencia on the seventh, but he struggled. He gave up two runs on three hits. That but didn't make much sense either. No. Nope. Right? Nope. I mean, Did, why don't you go to Leiter Jr. there? No idea. And right. so here's the thing, Dustin. If the Cubs are going to go on any sustained run, they need Smiley to snap out of it. He has a 7.62 ERA in his last six starts after beginning the season with a 327 ERA across his first three, 13 starts. So for 13 starts, he looked really good, kind of what you expected. But I mean, this is these last six starts have just been a disaster. Awful. Not even, I don't, you know, 
awful disaster, terrible, you know, just bad. Don't know what it is, but you know, and and then you know, make matters worse. The offense struggled versus Mackenzie Gore. Christopher Morrell hit an RBI single to make it two to one in the second, but the offense uh, did come to life a little bit in the second half of the game. And this is going to be important when we talk about the series, because you, you finally saw some life from these guys in the bottom of the six, Ian Happ hit a two run Homer. And in the bottom of the seventh, Patrick wisdom hit a two run Homer for Happ. It was his first home run off a left-handed pitcher this season and his first extra base hit since June 24th in London against the Cardinals. So you can see the struggles that Hap has had batting right-handed. It's just absolutely been tough, and to not have any extra bases since the London series, that's too—that's like your cleanup hitter. All right, that's crazy when you think about that, 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 that it's been that long for an extra base hit for a guy batting third or fourth every day in your lineup. Right. And wisdom has not, he had, that was his second home run in the last three games after snapping a 17 game, 45 at bat homerless stretch dating to May 29th, as it is now July 20th. He was injured for a while down seven to five in the eighth. The Cubs had runners at second and third with two outs for Mike Talkman. He hits a laser to center fielder. Alex called to end the threat. You know, it just sometimes, like I said, just feels like the breaks have not gone the Cubs way that, that, Looked like it was going to maybe tie the game up. Yep, it looked like that one was going to get down. Mm-hmm. And the offense scored five runs on nine hits, but they left six men on base and were one for six with runners in scoring position. But when you look at this game, Dustin, right here, uh, they were two for – when you take a look, there's three guys I'm looking at here that have been the issue in July when you look at the offense, and that is Horner, Suzuki, and Hap. Okay. Now, Hap and Suzuki have kind of been, you know, Hap struggled all season and Suzuki's been inconsistent. In this game, they were two for 14. Suzuki got a hit and he was along for the ride that Hap hit the home run. But get this, Dustin, since coming back from London, Hap, Horner, and Suzuki are collectively slashing 189, 284, 254 with two home runs and 56 strikeouts. That's not going to get it done, Crowley. Not even close. I mean, you, you can't do that and hope to have any sustained success. And this is, you put Dansby Swanson in that mix, that's the new core. That is right. the new everyday core. Hap, Horner, Suzuki, and Dansby Swanson. And we can leave Dansby out of it right now because he's been hurt for quite a while. But that is not that is not going to get it done. No, Horner's average this month has dropped to 267. Suzuki's is down to 250, and Ian Happ's at 245. So, you know, right now, in the last 30 days, Happ is hitting 187. So, right now, Trey Mancini, Jan Gomes, and Mike Talkman are all hitting better than your third or fourth batter in your lineup on an everyday basis. Yeah, and I don't know where this team would be without Mike Talkman. We're going to keep talking about him through the rest of these games against the Nationals. Yeah, and you know, and when we get to game two, you got Jamison Tyone versus Patrick Corbin. Now I'm sitting there. I, I, I at the last minute, I got lucky and I ended up getting upgraded to the barrel room, all inclusive, all you could eat, all you could drink. Now, how does that still, happen? Now, t- 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 take a, take us through take us through that little look behind the curtain there, Crawley. How, well, how does a Crawley get invited <laughs> to the barrel room? I don't know. You don't seem like the barrel. You don't really seem like the barrel room type. It, it's, it's, you know what, it, it's free. So I'm not going to complain on the food and drinks. It's, it's nice seats. And so, uh, you know, my buddy is one of the bartenders there. So I get to see him, Jimmy, if you ever in the barrel room, look for Jimmy, tell him, you know, Crawley, but you know, I just had a friend that just had somebody who couldn't make it. And, and I, I came in off the bullpen. So, 
you know, you know that Jamison Tyone is starting, so I'm already hitting the whiskey early. And, uh, you know, and, and sure Jameson, enough, as, yeah. oh, yeah, a little J-Mo while J-Mo's pitching. And sure enough, we're settling into our seats. The second batter of the game, Lane Thomas, hits a home run, and I start drinking a little bit harder. The Cubs are down one to nothing before they had a chance to bat again. They're down before they have a chance to bat. Then in the second, Tyone gave up a two-run single to Lane Thomas to make it three to nothing. But then, Dustin, a funny thing happened. Tyone settled down. Didn't give up any more runs. He went 5.2 innings, gave up three runs on seven hits, four Ks, and one walk. Yeah, that's okay. Like you could you could live with that if that's what he does day in and day out. I don't think it's worth $78 million, but you could live with that. Absolutely. But the real story of this game was the offense. I talked I talked about the that game, uh, the previous game, game one. All of a sudden you started, you know, wisdom's hitting home runs and hap. You guys are starting to kind of make a run. They just didn't have enough. But all of a sudden, the offense exploded for 17 unanswered runs that began with a Jan Gomes sack fly in the fourth. They scored two in the sixth with the Seiya Suzuki solo home run and a Cody Bellinger RBI single to tie the game. Then the Cubs scored six runs in the seventh and eight runs in the eighth. Who would have ever have predicted that? (laughs) Ever. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus and as somebody enjoying the free drinks for the longer games, I was having a blast. Yeah. It was it was the first time since May 5th, 2001, that the Cubs scored at least six runs in back-to-back innings and just the 11th time in franchise history. Nico, three for six with two RBIs. Seiya, four for six with three RBIs. Hap, two for three with an RBI. Belly, two for four. He's had multiple hits in five of the six games since the All-Star break and is hitting 435 since the break. Amaya, two for five with three RBIs. Wisdom, two for four with another home run. And Miles Mastroboni, everyone's favorite punching bag. He reached base all five times with three hits and two walks. Yeah, that will never happen again. What, what It was just an amazing game. I had so much fun. And like I said, you know, when you get those all-inclusive seats, the worst thing is a pitcher's duel that goes two hours. When right. you get a game like this where it's rocking and pitching changes – it, oh boy, it was a, it, it was a fun night. All right, so keep keep telling us. So you 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 told us about the drinks. Now tell us about the eats before we get to game three. Oh yeah, you get buffet. You know Garrett's popcorn, Cracker Jacks. You you grab whatever you want. It, it it's great. The vibe in there is like very kind of like old school. They make it like a speakeasy. The seats are cushioned seats. The uh the vendors come around. You don't pay for anything, man. It's just living. So where where are these seats exactly? Are they like the barrel room they... is on the right field side? So it's like the first. Uh, I was in row five, uh, uh, right around, kind of in between first and right field. Okay, so it's it's back in the corner then. Yeah, it, okay. it, it's yeah. Okay. So it, that's on the right field side, 
And then the Catalina Club, I want to say, is behind home plate, but like upper behind where the underneath the press box. And then they have the I think it's the W Club on the left field side, and then the 1914s right behind home plate. Yeah, haven't been haven't been in any of them. I've been to two out of the four, so they're they're always fun if you can get them. All right, absolutely. All right, that takes us to game three, Crowley. So it's evened up a game apiece, and Kyle Hendricks is throwing for us. Yeah, Kyle Hendricks, Trevor Williams. I don't know if you had a chance. Did you get a chance to talk to I recognize Tommy? him. I recognize Trevor Williams now after you reminded me who he was. I was looking for his dad. They never showed him on Marquee. Never showed him. Did, did Tommy ever answer on the Mully and Haw show why they kind of separated him and, Am- and Amaya? Because I'm just curious. Um, not exactly. Um, they, want their, they want their pitchers and catchers all to be able to work with one another. Um, nothing against Amaya, but they just liked, uh, they just liked the idea of getting, of getting those two together. I believe that they're trying to showcase, uh, Tucker Barnhart. And that was the reason, uh, why. And then he also used that, as you mentioned in game number two, Amaya two for five with three RBI. And he was doing that from catching. He wasn't the DH. So he caught the night before. So not back-to-back nights. Um, but that's, that's what he said was, uh, that's what he said was up. Okay, so after two bad starts in a row, the Cubs needed Hendricks to come through, and he did great. He went six innings pitch. He gave up five hits, one run. He struck out five and walked zero batters. That was such a difference because I was at the last game that he started against Boston where they were taking batting practice on him. Yeah. Uh, the only run Kyle gave up was uh, courtesy of, you know, there was a regular single and then two cheap infield singles that, like, literally were like squibbers down the line. And so that's the only run he gave up. And so it was good to not see any hard contact against him. So great by Kyle offensively. And, and you talked about this earlier. The game started out as the Mike Talkman show. Mike the, Talkman game, the Palatine pounder. Yes, sir. He leads off the game with a home run, had an RBI double in the fourth and had an RBI double in the seventh. He was thrown out trying to reach third. It was a very close Javi-esque t- uh, uh, sw- try to tag in. He didn't yeah, make it. You can't, you can't make that first out. You know, you don't want to <laughs> make the last out at third. You also don't want to make the first out at third. Right, but basically the score was Mike Talkman three, the Nationals one. Yeah, exactly, exactly what it was. But uh, Mark Leiter was the first out of the pen in the seventh. Oh, look at that. Mark Leiter, first out of the pen. Okay. First out of the pen. He goes two-thirds of an inning, but he kind of struggled a little bit. And Merriweather came in. He got the final out. But then Merriweather came out in the eighth, gave up a home run to former Cub Heimer Candelario, and Washington would tie it up on an RBI single by Luis Garcia. But right, in- hold on, hold on. I got to stop you there. We got to to talk about David Ross again here. Okay. So Merriweather came in and relief a lighter and that's what he's used to doing. Merriweather. He comes in messy situations, potentially base runners on base, high leverage situation most of the time. And he did his job. He got them out of the inning. I don't know that Merriweather usually comes in to start a clean inning. That's Mm -hmm. not usually what he does. So at that point, why didn't you go to somebody else? At that point, why don't you go to somebody who's used to that setup? I don't think that's usually Merriweather's setup. No, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I mean, here's the baseball. Go get the guy out. But clearly, clearly, uh, Major League Baseball bullpen guys have, like, minds like NFL wide receivers. And that's not a compliment. Like, they, they have to be – everything has to be just right for them to do their job. Right. And my guess would just be David saw, you know, Merriweather do what he had to do. He was already warmed up and let him roll again, but it just didn't play out this time, unfortunately. It did not. It did not. But 
In the bottom of the eighth, game is tied. The Cubs would load the bases with no outs. Jan Gomes had a pinch hit sack fly, clutch as always, to make it four to three. Now that's somewhere where I want to compliment David Ross, okay? We take enough shots at the guy, want to compliment him, you know, feel. That to me, that was a feel thing. To me, that had nothing to do with uh, strat stats and stratomatics and big blue and anything else. He knows that Gomes has been clutch all year. Big moment. Let's see what he's got on his birthday. And and he came through with that with that sack fly. And then you know we talk about Mike Talkman. It's the quality of at bats that he gives you. This was a two out walk with the bases loaded. And that allowed Nico Horner to come to plate. He will hit his first career grand slam to put the game away as the Cubs would win eight for three. The offense scored eight runs on 11 hits and went four for nine with runners in scoring position. Like I said, the Mike Talkman game, three for four with three RBIs and that two out walk to load the bases to set up Nico's grand slam. Nico was two for five with four RBIs. Bellinger two for four. Say two for three. And Miles Masterboni went two for four. So the Cubs, Dustin, needed this series badly. Now, if Horner and Suzuki are busting out like it looks like they might be, you know, it, 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 it is at a crucial time because this is supposedly the weakest part of their schedule. And you talk about complimenting David Ross. Supposedly, David Ross saw something that Saya was doing in the box um, as far as his head movement. And that that's something that, that they're working on. So hopefully they get those guys. But, you know, two guys, Ian Happ and Drew Smiley, need to figure it out ASAP because guess what? Guess who's coming back from the dead? The Cardinals. The yes, sir. We're going to talk about them a little bit more in a few minutes. We're also going to talk about Drew Smiley's future a little bit more in a few minutes. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.